You're listening to Let It All Out with Ernest FGS. This week, Ashley, she's going to join us. We want to do a little of improv. We want to talk about places she visits and some fun and not so funny days at her job. Stick around. Enjoy the show. So first of all, thank you for joining uh, Let It All Out. I was looking forward for this episode, actually. Why? Because the uh, truth is, uh, when I started again, I wanted you to be like the second guest. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But then I was like, yeah, you know what? I need to do it now. I wanted Because I was with that uh, anxiety part that was like, if I don't do it... Uh, on that week maybe i'll not do it all because then i start overthinking yeah yeah so i just you know i called peter and increase and then we did it and it was great we had nice feedback good so. yeah i was like i i really enjoyed that episode you sent um i thought it was great <clears throat> yeah we have a lot of stuff to talk actually there was so much stuff i wanted to talk with peter but uh, anyways this is good because like this the the people can always come back to the show because mm -hmm. we have a lot to talk. Right, uh, yeah. So were you nervous about it or how was it? Um, I guess maybe kind of. Like, I'm just like, oh my God, what is he going to ask me? <laughs> But no, I mean, not really. I've done a bunch of interviews and things for like local news stations over the years, working at restaurants and stuff like that. So it's not like crazy new, you know? Yeah, of course. I understand. Yeah, that's why I, th I was like, yeah, I think she's going to be a really nice guest on the show. Because you have a lot of funny things to talk. Like, um, I mean, I remember when you sent, like, your blog. You used to write a blog. How's that going? Will you come back? or? Um, It's funny. So when I started that blog, I was, like, kind of new to managing restaurants. And so I was still... Not to say I hate all of our customers. I love our customers. But, like, you know, you'd have a customer that was kind of crazy. And that's kind of where all the fuel for the blog came was from, like, people doing just really strange and weird things. But after a while, like, being in the in the restaurant scene, if you're in a position of management, your, your stress kind of comes more from your employees than it does from your customers. And I always felt really weird trying to transition that blog into writing about like employees or workers. I was like, no, that's not cool. You can't really do that. So, so I kind of lost my fire, I guess, for it. But, okay. But uh, while you were writing, you enjoyed, yeah? Yeah. Like, did oh, you, yeah. you enjoy telling the stories? Yes, of course. Yeah. I don't remember that much because it was like a year ago, but I remember I was reading one that I was thinking that was really funny, but I cannot remember. But uh, I, I, I liked what I saw, what I was reading. Did you ever get like a lot of uh, drunk customers or? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. That's like <laughs> our primary business. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's cool. You, you can know. find a lot of, <laughs> do you have a junk box in the, on the restaurant? Uh, I mean, we have, we just have, so we have to kick people out all the time you know you're just like and you're cut off you gotta go this is a family restaurant like you can't be in here if you're gonna behave that way and you know a lot of times people kind of know when they're misbehaving but sometimes people just get super angry irrationally because you know 
they're just like, what? What do you mean? I'm having so much fun. So it's an interesting experience. <laughs> Imagine if someone was like uh, behaving really bad and then they would come to you like uh, if they're pissed, how would you react to that? Would you like be super calm? Like oh, open yeah. your language? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that happens all the time. And, you know, you can't really... You have to stay calm because otherwise, you know, you're just going to make the situation worse. So it's yeah. in your best interest to just be chill and get them out quickly or settle everything down quickly, you know? It's like they say, you cannot fight fire with fire. Right, exactly. It makes sense. Because, yes, sometimes when you see two people arguing and then uh, one gets louder, the words get even louder and it's like, what? That This is not going to stop. I know. It's like you so, guys aren't even listening to each other anymore. You're yes, just screaming in each other's faces. Productive. <laughs> that's true. The, did you ever felt like nervous during your job when you, you were like dealing with quotes, like anxiety or something? Yeah, um, definitely. That happens sometimes. We've, we've had a few different situations over the years where like um, just belligerent people come in and they they won't, you know, they won't leave or they get in your, like, I've had a guy tell me um, he was going to break my neck because I asked him to take his food to go because he was too drunk to be in the restaurant. And the situation really spiraled out of control. I ended up having to call the police and it was a, a really like big ordeal. So that one, that one was probably the scariest one. The man said he like, he made it sound like he had a gun maybe. And I was really worried about like my employees, so I was kind of, uh, I was kind of just on my own, surrounded by these like three big dudes that were pissed off because they wanted more alcohol, and I said no, and yeah, they were they had like threatened to like sexually assault one of our cashiers, and I just remember like I was trying to, I was like trying so hard to figure out like how can I get these guys out of here without without like hurting anyone and I just I took all of their food and I packed it up to go and then I brought it to our door in the bag and I sort of like stood there in the doorway holding their food outside of it and, and the man was just like screaming in my face oh it was, it was scary it was really scary but you know we, we got through it <laughs> Were you shaking or? Not in the moment. I'm usually surprisingly pretty cool. It's afterwards, like when it's over, that your adrenaline kicks in and like your hands start to shake. Or I usually end up having to go like sit down for a minute or sit in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> to cool down? Yeah, it gets so hot, you know? <laughs> Do you like uh, start then breathing like like in and out slowly or how do you how do you handle the process when you're like nervous shaking um that situation that particular situation kind of continued on for a while so i i didn't really have time to wind down from it until i got home from work that night but in general yeah i'll usually just do some some deep breathing and maybe just go sit by myself in the office for a minute if i can kind of a thing Okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, did they actually come back after or they never put foot there again? So they, I ended up having to call the police 
um, because they were like pacing back and forth outside of the entryway to the restaurant after I had kicked them out. And the police came and they said they spoke with them, but they never came into the restaurant to like talk to me about it. So I had no idea. And after the police, I saw the police car like leave. Uh, the guys were still on the sidewalk outside of our restaurant. And so I ended up just kind of standing by the doorway for the rest of the night. And I just, as soon as we closed, I just locked all the gates and doors because <laughs> I was like, shit, these kids, I don't want them coming back in here. But no, I never saw them again after that particular incident. That's good. Do you think if they would like, if you would see them on the streets again, like the same group of guys, do you think you would feel like something? Like in the moment, like, oh, man, these guys again. I mean, I wouldn't be excited to see them, but maybe, yeah. maybe they're, maybe they're different. Maybe they're not drinking or maybe they're, you know, maybe they've learned their lesson. Who knows? Yes. I think, uh, yeah, I think most people, when they're like in their fourth beer, they're so happy and cool that, that you know, but then after a while, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's all the people, but I think some people do get really aggressive with drinking um, yeah, I mean, they, they lose like the fear and they just say and do anything they want, you know, exactly. Yeah, you're just acting purely on like your repressed desires, you know, at that point. So sometimes people's repressed desires are pretty cool or funny or like fun to be a part of. And sometimes they're just awful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, the, uh, this Christmas, I got a bit drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was so drunk that. I did something I never did to like I I hugged my big brother Ooh. so yeah I gave him like a huge hug uh -huh. and then he was like dude dude you're killing me because because I was like when you drink sometimes you don't realize the strength you're doing so I was just giving a huge hug but out of love of course and then he said that in a joke way but um yeah I was uh at first I was tipsy then we were playing pool mm -hmm. and then my other big brother came and okay when he came I was pretending I was sober otherwise it would kick my butt you know Christmas <laughs> <laughs> my little bro is drunk what is this so yeah but then I was having a conversation outside with my other brother and and then yeah when we finished talking I just gave him a huge hug and it was nice but but again I felt that if it wouldn't be that if I was like fully sober, I don't really think I would have the guts to show that emotion because I don't know. In the moment, maybe I would feel weird because we never really hugged. Right. I mean, maybe maybe when we see each other, we do. So we give a hug. Hey, what up? But not like out of an emotion, emotional right. talk. It's you know? not like a I love you, man, kind of a thing normally. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm like yeah. that with my with my big brother too. Like, we don't uh, we don't usually even say like "I love you," you know. Other than like maybe casually, like "I love you, bro," <laughs> or something. <laughs> but like, we don't like hug usually or anything like that. And like the the like rare time that we do those things, I'm always like, "Oh, that was weird." You know, I feel like I need to go take a shower or something. It's not you though, but. <laughs> Yeah, you're just like, why did I do that? I think there's like a lot of ways, not just with family, but friends, couples. There's a lot of ways you can say I love you. Like when you go to sleep and you see, say like, see you tomorrow. Yeah. Like, even that, you know, there's a lot of ways. But it, sometimes it seems like people really want to listen to those words to feel better. 
you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, is, is there anything more comforting than knowing that somebody out there loves you? Or or even that you're capable of loving somebody else. That's a good feeling too, you know? Yes. You think you think if I'll do an apple pie to my loved ones, they'll always know, okay, this guy loves us. He does an apple pie every Sunday. I mean, I guess it depends <laughs> on how good the apple pie is. Uh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's the thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think I would suck at it, but nah, I would learn it. No worries. You'd be great. I bet you make a great apple pie. <laughs> Speaking about apple pie, yes. which it can stand for an apple pie life, you know, that saying. Yeah. Um, I was, of course, when I have a guest, sometimes I need to stalk them a little bit. So I was stalking you, of course, in a good you know, healthy way. Sure, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, come on. so I saw that you traveled a lot, like really, really a lot. Because uh, yeah. well, I saw some albums, I was like, Jesus, you do love being in the nature, right? Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, I love, I love being in nature. I really like experiencing new um, places and cultures. You know, I think there's always something you can learn from somewhere else and bring back to your own life in, in, in some way. So like, you know, I use traveling as a way to, first of all, I guess, get to know the world, but then also as a way to like, get to know myself too. Of course, that makes sense. But did you ever travel? Like I have this problem that is, sometimes I go to a place and on the second day, I don't feel good there. It's like, I'm full of anxiety. Yes. And then I travel to a place where after three, four days, I'm still like, you know what? I do feel like home here. Where, where, is there any place you've, you've been that you feel like home? You could live there, stay, you know? Yeah. Um, let's see. Places. There's so many places that I love. Um, Mexico is one of my favorite places to go. Um, I, I speak a, a bit of Spanish, so it's easy for me to communicate and get around. Um, and then... It's just such a fun culture down there. Like everything's loud. Like even the the smells in the air. Like it's just you're on like sensory overload all the time. So like you're walking down the street and you see this little like abuelita out on her porch and she's sweeping and they're like blasting salsa music and everybody's just yelling like hola hola and yeah it's just <laughs> it's always it's just like a warm place. It just feels very welcoming when you're there. You know where for whatever reason it just makes me feel like super welcome um and then you know there there have been so many places over the years sometimes it's because of the people I'm with um sometimes it's the place itself but I I, I don't know I guess I'm just kind of one of those people where if I when I'm somewhere and I'm enjoying it I could stay forever you know and then I go to the next place and I feel the same way I just I feel like I'm like predisposed to like everywhere you know yes when you were actually saying that you know people are really polite they just say hello right to yeah <laughs> sometimes I think they say like I do that here I'm like hello good morning but people look at me like who the fuck is this guy because I don't think they're that used to it. Sometimes yeah. I just randomly say, I don't know, like, it's that moment that you pass on the street and you look, you do, like, eye-to-eye thing for, like, a second. And, I, of course, I say, like, hello. Like, you just look me in the eyes. Why shouldn't exactly. I say hello, right? 
Like, I feel like it's weird if you just put your head down and keep walking, you know? Yeah, of course. If there's eye contact, you should definitely say, hey. You or know. maybe wave or, you know, <laughs> whatever. Do you think you can uh, read someone just, uh, like, from an, a handshake? Like, imagine, I think that when you do a handshake, you can tell a lot about that person. Yeah, it's funny. I remember being a kid, actually, and my, my Pepe, my grandfather, was like, you know, he would make us practice handshakes with him because he would say, like, this is the first impression you get to make on somebody. And so, you know, left your arm too limp or you didn't grab somebody's hand firm enough. He would always, like, make you do it again. Um, so, yeah, I, I it's funny. I Like, I've still... I still shake hands all the time. So this summer was really hard for me at the restaurant, like hiring new employees and things, because that's my initial like go-to move is to shake somebody's hand. And then I was like, oh shit, COVID, uh, sorry. Um, I was going to shake your hand, but I can't. <laughs> Just, like, <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> yeah, I get you. So just the, the fist or the elbow. Yeah, the Did chicken you do a lot of elbows? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I I usually just went to reach out and then remembered and pulled my hand back and then just kind of pretended like that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Is, um, is there any place that is like on your top list, like dream place you would like to go? Uh, I'm not saying this just to butter you up, but Portugal is definitely on my list of places that I'm dying to go. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know why. I just feel like I'm going to like it, you know? You should definitely, you, you should come in summer. I think you, you'll have a blast. Like, yeah. For real. Like, until June, more or less middle of July, it's still a bit windy. But then August is so good. I mean, I, I really love August. Especially if you like the beach and warm place, no wind. Yes, please come. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, on, it's on the list, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> That's good but... to know. There's so I feel like my list is endless. There is just like I could put the whole world on there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes, I do know, and uh, I really liked some of the pictures that I were because you know uh, later on when I'm doing the marketing part for this episode, I'm going to put some pictures of you. Uh, oh, great. I saw a lot of some like I don't I think it was near lakes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Do you enjoy being near a lake, just like calm breeze, you know? I do. I mean, I love the ocean um, just because the water has so much energy and it's, you know, I, I guess it's just different. But lakes are really nice, too, because they are calm and you feel like you can just kind of go. The water is usually a little warmer. The water here is freezing in the ocean. I don't know how it is for you there, but our ocean water is just always so cold. So lakes tend to be a little bit easier to just go out and like swim in, you know? Yes. Um, so yeah, I do. I enjoy that. I love rivers. I love. I just love water. Have you tried stand up paddle on the lake? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. Actually, Kyle just got me an inflatable paddleboard for Christmas, so I now <laughs> have my own. Woohoo! <laughs> oh, you can do you can do yoga there, you know, on the the lake. Well, let's the, just, paddle. We'll start with like the paddling, and then you know <laughs> we'll try the yoga after. <laughs> It's But, a challenge. No, I, I I really like it. It's it's not. I mean, it is challenging if you're going to go paddling for like hours. But um, once I kind of got the feel of how to stand up, it was pretty. Nice. I have like I've surfed before, 
um, which I, and I love it. It's wicked fun. But I remember the first time I went, there was a big swell here because there was a hurricane down south. And so all the, the weather had kind of came up the coast. And so I went with Kyle and another friend and the waves were like overhead, which is kind of unheard of here. Um, so I was just like, oh shit, I'm going in there. Okay. And I, I remembered like trying to paddle out on my big, they had like a, the soft board. So it was really heavy. And I finally, <laughs> finally got out past where the waves were breaking. And I was like, yes. And then I just remember I couldn't figure out how to sit on the board without like rolling so I was oh, really? <laughs> barrel rolling in the water for like 10 minutes until I finally got my balance <laughs> but you know once you have it you remember yeah yeah that's <laughs> I remember yeah I've had some situations like that, that uh yeah people right in front of me they're just oh man you can see their faces they're so happy just staring into the infinite ocean then out of nothing they lose balance and the boards is like upside down yep. and they're just underwater and it's like oh my god yeah, what's that, happened that's me <laughs> that was me anyway <laughs> i did get up though i remember getting up and being really excited about like yes i'm like standing i'm riding this wave and then the next wave i think i was too far forward on my board and i just like face planted into the ocean floor <laughs> but damn <laughs> Well, it's part of the gig, you know. Yeah. It's the process. Exactly. Uh, did you feel, what were you feeling on that? Like when you're underwater on the wipeout or so, what do you feel? Do you feel anxiety? What do you feel? Um, I guess it depends on the wipeout, you know. If it's one of the ones where you kind of get stuck underwater for a minute, then yeah, I guess I probably get some anxiety. But if it's one where you just kind of pop back up, usually I just laugh and go back out because, you know, it's all part of the part of the fun yeah that that is that is true i i can see that like uh, on summer days when it's calm yeah if i have a wipeout i'll just come up and you know but if it's a bit bigger i swear that those 10 seconds feel like jesus i know yeah you're like how long was i under there <laughs> yeah but but the fun will get destroyed for me right away it's like if i do have that wipeout I'm I'm gonna be shaking the rest of the session. It's like it's right away. Unless if I have a good one after and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm confident, I can do it, whatever. Sure, you know? yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really like actually I think I, I reached a, a new stage of uh, of anxiety. I'm gonna tell you. So this was this week. Um I was doing my, my job, you know, from home, and I saw that there was a very important person on my email from the top sub supervisor mm -hmm. and because they never do that unless you did something wrong but it's because they search like on the system for keywords so they search the keyword data breach which i was speaking with a customer about it because there was something like that that i can't mention because otherwise it's also a data breach that got them paradox <laughs> okay okay yeah. go on go on don't breach so the data then, but go on yeah 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 <laughs> so then i was like oh man because you know, I, I saw the name of the guy who was on my email and then I searched his name and I was like, dude, this guy's like top five on the company. So my heart starts to beat and beats very fast. And then I always run hot. If you touch my hand, I'm always warm. And then I felt my body get getting like really hot. Yeah. And then my head. 
and then my head was hurting. I was like, Jesus, I need I need my supervisor. So I, I texted my supervisor. I said, hey, I need to call you right now because I, I have something to talk to you. And then we talked and my heart was like boom, 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 boom and getting really hot. But I, I didn't tell her that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And then I explained the situation. Oh, this guy. And she said, it's okay because it's your first time having this data breach problem. Uh, what you're going to do is next time you do this, that, and and it's done. And after that, after like 10 minutes, I was me again. But I swear, until I, 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 I didn't talk with her. Yeah, I was going full on panic know. mode. Yeah. yeah. But it's like the, the first, I mean, not the first time, but I, I've been having some things like this. Uh, and it's really like, I need to know it's okay. You know, that everything is okay. And that it was just a honest mistake. Because sometimes it's, I, I was listening to a podcast and the guy said, depression comes from the past and anxiety a lot of times comes from the future. Yeah. Because it's when you start to think, oh man, Am I going to get fired because of this? You know, that was in my head the whole time. Exa- until, anxiety yeah. is like you're worried about like what could happen, which most of the time, like, especially when you're in that state of mind, you're not thinking clear. I mean, I know when I'm in that state, I'm not thinking clearly. So all those like crazy scenarios that I come up with are so ridiculous after the fact, you know, that you're like, how did I ever think that that's what was going to happen? But it's just... You know, the power of the mind is crazy. What it can do, it can trick you into thinking and feeling so many different things, you know? Exactly. And, and the, but the, you know what is ridiculous is how people tell, uh, uh, you know what, you're too young to have that. Uh, just, just process it. On, like, that is a bullshit. You know, someone who's diabetic, uh, they take insulin, right? Yeah. You cannot tell, oh, you know what? just process the sugar no it will kill the person it's the same when you feel either depression or anxiety you cannot do it alone you need to talk you need to do sports you need if if a person is locked and it's cut from all that how's the person going to deal with that you know for me this is a therapy like talking to you to uh, doing the podcast listening uh when i can going for a run and th- these are good ways that's why people have a therapist and all that yeah. But you cannot say to someone, uh, like, just deal with someone it. close. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know what? Just deal with it. You know, in a week, it doesn't matter. Okay, that's true. In a week, it doesn't matter. Well, but in the moment, it does. I always think in those situations when somebody's telling you, like, just get over it. Or, you know, it's uh, oftentimes they don't understand, first of all, what that experience is like for you. And so because they can't understand it becomes something they can dismiss, you know, and then and then but in this in this in the same like zone, I guess, if somebody's telling you deal with it because you're you're anxious, you you kind you are dealing with it, you know, you're dealing with it at all times. Anxiety has become this thing that we call um, like a, a sickness or an illness. But in reality, it's just like a state of consciousness that is natural. For, you know, it's just some people experience it more often than others. So I think sometimes when you when you think of yourself like as a diagnosis instead of just as a person with natural emotions, it's easy to let those kind of things like run away too. I think you're right about that. It does make sense. Um, it's exactly like you say. 
people don't, because I cannot say if everyone has it, but not everyone understands. Right. You know, it's like someone. Sometimes you need to be one to know one. Exactly. You know, kind yeah. of. Um, and I'm, I'm actually going to tell you the last time it happened before this time was I was on the beach, mm-hmm. and I was I, it was after surfing, so I was with a friend of mine. She was uh, it was me, her, and my other friends and they were speaking about their parents like oh my father has a business blah 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 he has a lot of money and they were just speaking about money and business and i was thinking for myself fuck my father has no business he was a fucking fisherman banging blondies when he was on the boat like and i was just thinking i'm not that person Mm -hmm. i'm not rich my parents are not rich and that conversation started to give me anxiety and and I was like to my friend, hey, I need to get out of here right now. Huh. I just got up. My friend came with me. I said, hey, guys, I got to go. And I have to drive my car 10 kilometers away from my town and take a nap in the forest that I used to go with my uncle when he would come from the trips and we'll do barbecue. So I just put the towel there. and took, Yeah, like seriously, those conversations when I don't relate uh-huh. also gives me that. <laughs> that is the truth. So- but, is there like a certain thing that like triggers that for you? You know, like what do you know? Can you pinpoint what about that conversation started to make you feel anxious? Or was it just the fact that your life was like so different from what they were talking about? I think mostly when people start to talk about money, I start to get anxiety because uh, I mean, we do work. <clears throat> we work to get money. Yeah. I know. But I don't like to talk about it that much. I don't know why. Yeah. It's like, like uh, I don't like to be having a dinner and, oh, you know what? Let's speak about money. I don't like that. I, ha- I hate and, that, and too. Never I hate do. that, too. <clears throat> I really do. It, well, it's just, you have to have money. Like, you need it to live, right? But if your whole life is about making money, then are you even really living? Like, not really, you know? Yeah. That's true. I had a conversation with a he's a really good friend of mine. I liked him. And, and then he asked me, oh, man, when are you going to buy like a nice car? Because I have a car, of course. But my friend really loves cars. He has really mm-hmm. nice ones. And then I was like, you know what, dude? Because I had this talk with him. I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'm going to buy a nice car this year. And then I was like, come on, I'm 25. I should travel now and I can buy the car Hell later. Hell yeah. Because I still have one. <laughs> yeah, you should yeah. travel. And then... And- <laughs> And then he was like, oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, you do whatever, yeah, whatever. But but in, in my head, I'm right about that. that man, there are so many places I want to go. I want to go to South Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to visit because I've seen so... I mean, I'm not saying that um, life is easy there for the locals because I know it's not. But it's a really beautiful place yeah. to go and see. And you can find really amazing people. I've met a few. And man, I'm so proud of that. Like... Jesus, there. It's like you just have fun with them. Like there's not a day that you're not laughing. It's so cool. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Amazing. I um. I know a girl who I went to school with actually, who traveled around Africa for quite a while, on and off, like an over the course of a few years, and she she had like started studying there, and I want to say she started in South Africa. And I just, she talks so highly of, of like all the countries that she went to there, but, but, you know, just her experience there in general and said, the people are just amazing. So, um, that sounds like a great plan. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's actually, I think, is my plan for this year. Let's see just uh, how the situation goes, because right now, you know, uh, we can't really plan ahead, right. but it's on, it's on my mind, and that's you're important. Ma- you're manifesting you know. right now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, in the place where you work, did you ever have, like, a British customers, Irish also, or just yes. American? Yes. Oh, we have, so Portland's right on the, it's right on the ocean. And so we get these giant cruise ships that come in um, late summer all the way through the fall. So we have, we have so many international customers from, from anywhere and everywhere. Oh, at what time do you actually open the business? So we usually open in May and we close in um, right around Halloween. So like the end of October. Oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. Do you do a Halloween party or? Yeah, we have an end of the year party. Yeah, we do. Okay, that's cool. And, and with the schedule, at what time? Sorry? Start. When you have the schedule, at what time do you start usually? Like in the morning or? Oh, oh well, so it depends on the year for me. Um, I used to work, I used to be the closing manager, so I was always there at night. And then... Uh, the last few years it's kind of switched and so now I like take care of all the money and stuff in the mornings but this year because it was a weird year with COVID and everything I was still I was there just all the time day or night (laughs) (laughs) so so your morning shift is at what time um well I don't technically have to be there till nine usually so it's not that bad but I, I usually go in early just to give myself extra time Okay. Do like the Irish customers come and say, on top for the morning, hey? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Not typically. <laughs> but they do usually order a pint. They always ask for a pint, which is nice. <laughs> top of the morning. I, I have a friend who's Irish, and one night she was asking me to do an Irish an Irish accent for her, and all I could think of to say was the the leprechaun from Lucky Charms when he's like, "They're always after me, Lucky Charms." <laughs> and that's like that's all I could think of, and so I did. And oh my god, I just died laughing. But I have this thing sometimes that happens if I've been having um, alcohol and I'm talking to someone that has an accent. The longer we talk, I almost sort of like take on their accent, but I don't know that I'm doing it usually somebody has to point it out to me so like I remember that particular night she told me the next day that I was like kind of talking with a weird a weird sort of Irish accent <laughs> it's like it's so <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> do you think it's because of the empathy or yeah I guess I'm yeah, just I very so empathetic yeah I think you know what is funny I have the same which is bad because like you, you know, I mean, it's not really bad, but uh, it, they say it's because you have a good ear. Since you listen so well, you can almost like copycat the person. So I try to believe that. I like that. That that paints it in a really nice light. So I'll accept that explanation. Yeah, because I was like, I was talking with a, with a person who understands. I was like, do I have like... Uh, multiple personality disorder and i explained <laughs> i explained the reason i said when i'm near someone uh and or i listen a song or whatever when i'm trying to to, to sing or talk it kind of almost comes out like the person i said like, no no you just have a good earring that's it i was like ah cool now i feel way better about myself because i really thought 
that I was adapting to uh, like someone else's personality. But I guess it's just uh, when you try to make the voice, you know, to go like this. Exactly. You just, you know, <laughs> you're just super in tune with what's going on around you. Yes, exactly. Um, imagine if there imagine. Okay, I'm going to put this picture in your head. So right. you're working, you're working, and it's maybe, let's see, six, no, maybe, okay, 7 p.m. Sure. So it comes this guy, enters the restaurant. I'm going to say he has, like, those uh, flannel shirts, yeah. uh, messy hair, maybe, like, a hat, like a trucker hat. And yeah, it has those boots and those really nice Carhartt jeans. So but basically you can see- just all of my customers in general Ex- oh wait wait really <laughs> i live in maine this is like the uniform here but go on <laughs> okay cool uh and then you can see israel already tipsy because he's saying hey to the dog and it's not even like a person say hey, how are you doing and it's a dog so you can see oh jesus this guy is hammered so he goes he checks you out and then he says how are you doing lady and then you just you know because you're polite to say hello good night and then he goes to the junk box. He puts a coin. Let's pretend you have a junk box. Okay. He puts a coin and then it starts that song like, I'm all out of love. I'm so lost. <laughs> and then he comes to you. He sits and he says, hey, lady, how are you doing tonight? What would you say? Let's do a bit of improv. So uh, what would you answer to that? I'd say probably not as good as you, sir. Oh, yeah, you do. Uh, I'd like to order an Alabama Slammer, please, because I'm really happy today. And then I would say, <laughs> I would say, sorry, sir, but we actually only serve beer and wine. Does that interest you at all? Oh, my God. Uh, all right. Um, you can choose the wine. Make it white. Old, just like me, lady. You can't be that old, sir, coming out on a night like this. <laughs> I don't know what I would oh, Jesus. <laughs> Okay, so you give him the wine, he's drinking the wine, and then out of nothing, he's like, uh, what is your outfit? Like, what do you wear when you're working? Jeans and a t-shirt. And what color is a t-shirt? Black. Black. Your hair is black too, right? Yeah. Okay, hey, you know what? That black t-shirt really fits your black hair. I like it, lady. Thank you, How ver- come you're Thank here? you very much. <laughs> Damn, I'm seeing two of you. Do you have a twin or something? Because, Jesus, I, I cannot handle two of you. Yeah, this is actually my twin sister, and she's going to get you a glass of water and some french fries because it seems like maybe you should hydrate and eat some food. <laughs> oh, my God, that is precious. <laughs> <laughs> so um do you have any plans for this night uh you know i'm not really sure yet i'm just trying to trying to figure out where the night's gonna take me oh there is nice you know i have a really nice truck outside what do you think you and i go for a ride for this amazing moonlight i don't think this night's gonna end that way sir i'm sorry why is why, lady, you know, I'm I'm here drinking your favorite wine with you and your twin sister. Okay, maybe your twin sister wants to join me, huh? Well, you can ask her. She speaks for herself, but I'm going to stay just here. 
<laughs> All right, later in the night of nothing, he just falls to the back, and the the dog starts licking him, and he's just passed and out. Then, yeah, we just we just cover him up with a newspaper and hope nobody looks too closely. <laughs> so in this situation, you will never say, "I'm sorry, I do have a boyfriend." You know, I'm not gonna lie and say I've never used that excuse, but I personally don't like to say that. First of all. I shouldn't ever have to say that, you know, if I'm just telling you I'm not interested, you should just accept that from me, you know, it shouldn't be contingent on whether or not I have a boyfriend. So I usually just try to get rid of people on my own. <laughs> or until they fall to the back like this. Yeah, or until, yeah, <laughs> until that. that you think I did a good country accent? That was pretty good. <laughs> you sound, you definitely sounded like a truck driver. <laughs> you know, good earring, huh? <laughs> I was gonna say you've done this before, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Usually, I I go with a trucker's hat and and cowboy boots, uh, flirting into pubs. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's your it's your go-to move. It makes you stand out from the others. <laughs> but I could I, I could actually imagine this picture. If I would see this happening, I would laugh my ass off. Like, oh my god, that would be so funny. Oh god, it's so uncomfortable when people hit on you while you're working you know like, oh do i do know actually <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'm sure you do i'm sure so many people do but it's it's one of those things where you you have to stay polite because it's your job but at the same time you're just like get away from me you know yeah because like you actually you want the customer to come back but you don't want to be that rude you know because yeah. you're not interested and you know you've taken or the guy's just drunk yeah Come on, let, let's reverse it. I want you to be the flirty customer to me. Oh, this isn't my usual role, but I'll give it my best shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so... Hey there. Hey there, cutie. Um, hey, well, what's up? Well, um, I've been really interested in, in um, you know trying out a surf lesson but I've never done it before I'm, I think I'm going to need some like hands-on assistance hands-on assistance yeah you know like maybe you could be on my board with me and like have your <laughs> I can't I just can't <laughs> it's harder than it looks I know yeah but, but actually um, we had cases like this where where uh they would see the prices of the surf classes and oh. instead of just they just would like to flirt and say so you think i can get a private lesson and i look at her like oh come on seriously no, <laughs> no. you're like mm, no thank you <laughs> yeah to me it was like it doesn't matter how pretty and good you are at flirting i would only give you a surf lesson for free if you have the equipment and you're my friend that is something precious, but not like that. No, I mean, that's, and I mean, it's not even flattering because you know exactly what they're doing. You know, yeah, she's yeah, not yeah, flirting with you because yeah. she wants to flirt with you. She's flirting with you because she wants something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I do enjoy flirting and I think yeah. some people have really nice flirting, uh, but I'm a bit of a turn off sometimes when they're like, oh, uh, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm old enough. I always answer like that because <laughs> I'm like uh, I mean now it's more of okay but when I was like 20 
Sure. Yeah, I'm old enough. Old enough. <laughs> I just didn't want to say that I was 20 because they're always older than me. <laughs> so I stole this line from somebody else, but uh, I, when people ask me how old I am, a lot of times I'll say, a lady never reveals her age. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. I think the guy will stay like with the mouth open like, oh, wow. But, you that- know, then I usually start laughing and then tell people how old I am. So, yeah. <laughs> sweet um i was i I was uh, thinking about something to tell you uh last summer speaking about you know surfing uh since i was not really coaching and i was working with this guy who had uh guest houses and then the store when he told me like oh you know what i'm gonna need you here at the store but also in the guest houses and Mm -hmm. then i was talking i was talking with a friend of mine i was like dude dude check this out uh, I'm going to work um, twice. So I'm going to do two different things. And he was like, oh, yeah, right, whatever. And I was like, you know what this means? It means I'm going to get paid twice. And <laughs> man, I could like, I was so not well informed about what I was doing. Because then I was like doing both. I was like, uh, so I'm doing this too? You're going to pay me twice, right? And he was like, uh, no. You just do that when I don't need you at the store. <laughs> and I was like, well, that sucks. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> Get my hopes up and everything. <laughs> oh, but, but yeah, in the moment, I was like, man, but now it's just funny. Because I really thought yeah, sometimes we are so naive, man, <laughs> when we are happy. Like, fuck. It was funny. I learned a lot anyways. So. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to get paid twice. And at least he said it out loud. I'm sure he got a kick out of that, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did. He really did. Especially because I actually said, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It did kind of suck, didn't it? Uh, good times, good times. I'm actually enjoying my new job, even knowing that. Um, Lead, like I've dealt with a lot of customers mm-hmm. and I, I usually would lose my patience in a way of like starting to ignore so just breathing ignore whatever and but now with these guys because you really need to reply to them right they were like you know what guys in a polite way just tell them you're wrong you know so well it's like like you know but it's really Oh man, people, when it comes to these situations, when people really want something, man, they go extreme. Oh, I know. But, but I, I find it funny, like those pictures I sent you when people say like, oh, fuck you. you I know. know. I just find it funny. <laughs> I, I personally do too. I remember once a woman, a woman came in and she was really drunk and we we had served her, I think, one drink and then realized how drunk she was. And so I told the bartender not to serve her anymore. And uh, when we cut her off, she it was like somebody just flipped a switch on this woman. And she just, she had an accent and she just started like, she was like picking up bottles of like salt and pepper on the counter and going, what did you give me? You give me nothing, nothing. <laughs> and just like kind of shaking them around. And so I would kind of just wait for her to put things back down and then just take them off her spot at the bar. And then, you know, she finally set her drink down. So I took that and I dumped it down the sink. And eventually this woman got herself so worked up that she started just screaming women's rights. 
women's rights and all I could think to say and I did say it which pissed her off even more was I am a woman (laughs) I was just like (laughs) you're like screaming at me (laughs) yeah I'm just like "Hmm, I don't think you understand what that means but okay I think man the people get like their common sense crippled by those emotions sometimes like seriously (laughs) oh man (laughs) Oh, do you actually have uh, questions you want to ask? Or? Well, so you kind of already answered one of mine, which was about where you uh, where you would like to travel to. Like, what was your number one destination? Uh, and I thought it was okay. I thought it was which one was my nickname as a kid. Yeah, well, okay. you told me one. I mean, Mount Everest. And now I'm going to call you that all the time. Um, oh man! But if there are more, you could tell me. No, 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 never. never. No, just just always Ernest. <laughs> Um, so the other question was, I was wondering how you find, especially we've talked in the past before about like how you, um, how you do have anxiety and things, but how the transition from, you know, being outside and active in your job to working at home at your computer has been for you. Like if it's been an easy switch to make if you're enjoying like that aspect of being home or if you find it almost more draining in a way um i'm gonna be honest of course at the end of the week doesn't matter which job you are always kind of drained but the other day i was washing my car and i was like man i'm tired but then it was so cold that i was thinking but at least i'm not coaching on the cold wind and cold ocean in winter, like last right. year's. And that was like a positive thing. I was like, yeah, I'm working from home right now uh, in this situation. It's a dream, like it's a goal, even for a lot of people. So I'm grateful mm-hmm. for that. And trust me, I was searching my ass off for that. Uh, and yeah, of course, like at the end of the week, you're tired. And maybe while you're doing it, you don't appreciate. But then it's weekend, you're like, man, I have a job. I can do what I want, you know, I'm stable. Mm -hmm. So I'm not cold. I have days off. I'm not like uh, mentally tired all the time, like after a season. It's good. It's different. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, in summer, maybe when I have a day off, I might coach because, you know, if it's sunny, count Yeah, why not, right? Yeah, I'm picky now. Since I'm a freelancer and I'm coaching, <laughs> I'm picking. <laughs> yeah, it's hey, good. You, you know, gotta if, maximize. If you want, yeah, of course. If you want me, follow my rules. That's how Fair it is. enough. Uh, so yeah, I think it's positive. So, good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. I've always been sort of intimidated by the thought of doing that. I have a hard time sitting still. So like working at home, like in a space that I'm used to using a certain way and then having to be serious in it and like sit and focus on the computer i was i've always wondered if i would struggle with that or not so i'm glad you're not (laughs) no i I thought the same in my supervisor asked me hey man how are you doing so good and then i was like you know what because i was not drinking coffee for seven years i was like you know i started drinking coffee so i drink Mm -hmm. coffee twice during the day and I have either my music on or some podcasts so while I'm working it just flows because I'm I'm trying like to listen something and do yeah. it as well you know and it helps me as I said it's therapy kind, kind of. of so yeah yeah 
<laughs> so I, I try to manipulate that in that sort of way. But, but for a good reason, mm-hmm. of course. Well, good. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right. Uh, do you want to ask anything else? Or no, I think, that's, I think that's all I came up with for questions. So. That's good. It was a nice one. It was a long yeah, run. Yeah, no, huh? it was good. It was, I really cool. enjoyed talking with you as usual. Of course, as usual. Oh, by the way, uh, you told your sister that you're watching Supernatural yes. now? How was her she reaction? Was yes. Oh, really? Uh, apparently, she, she, I didn't realize that she was a big fan. I had no idea. She's like nine years younger than me, this, this sister. I have two. Um, and so hmm. I wasn't at home a lot when she was kind of getting older. I had already moved out. So I didn't get to like pick up on her television habits or anything. But yeah, she was really excited that I was watching it. That's cool. You, you think you could get her to come once on Josie? the show? Because I really want to. Because like I want to do Supernatural Week. Like a, yeah, an episode. I'm sure she would do that. Oh, that's cool. Because I want to do a Smallville mm-hmm. Week. I have uh, already someone and the Supernatural Week. So I have Dwayne, the guy who offered me the book, the Supernatural cooking book. Man, that was so cool from him. Like, yeah, seriously. that's a really nice gift. Yes. So I'm going to have him on the show. But if I can do like several, that would be nice. So if you could get on the show, that would be amazing. Sure. Yeah, I'll talk to her and I'll let you know. Oh, cool. Thanks. Of course. This, this was fun. I was really looking forward, especially for the improv. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I totally blew the improv on my end. But... <laughs> no, it's okay. No, that was fun. I loved it. Um, yeah. Uh, send greetings, greetings to Kyle. And we should do video uh, soon, as we promised. Once a month, we do video. Absolutely. Yeah, we have to be promised, so we have to. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. This was a treat. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Take care. Take care. (laughs) Enjoy. Bye. Bye.